This is Matt Hurt at Obsessive Viewer on Twitter, and this is ObsessiveViewer.com's The Obsessive Viewer Podcast. The, I'm gonna edit and put the music yeah, in. Yeah, no, post. I know. Oh, that. no, no, no. That was... the music is. Oh no! <laughs> I could hear the jingle in your yeah. head. Oh yeah! I could oh, see yeah. you hearing it. Jesus! Hello and welcome to the Obsessive Viewer. We're a movie and TV podcast that covers a specific topic, be it genre, trope, movie, or show. Each episode, you can find more of our work at obsessiveviewer.com, and you can also like us on Facebook and join the Facebook group at facebook.com/theobsessiveviewer. And uh, as always, um, this episode is brought to you by Horror Movie Yearbook, which is a uh, horror movie podcast that discusses uh, a few different horror movies from a specific year and contextualizes them and. Uh, um, compare, uh, discusses them in, uh, how did I used to say that? Uh, and discusses them like relative, that. yeah, relative to the year that they were released and current events and pop culture of the year of release. You can find them at HM yearbook on Twitter and at horrormovieyearbook.com. And yeah, so first of all, elephant in the room, I, we have not had an episode in a while. I don't know when I'm going to put this up, but we haven't had an episode in a while. I just want to apologize for that. Uh, we've just been busy. And so, yeah, we're, this is just an impromptu episode here. So, yeah, welcome back to me. Um, <laughs> so this episode is... It's going great so far, it is, I think. It is. Uh, this, is a, this is an interesting episode because I have a guest as as you can hear her speaking here. Um, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Kirsten, uh, Kirsten Leister. You can follow me on Twitter at burger underscore lurker. Nice. Very nice. Thanks. And this is your first time on this podcast. My first. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. I'm, not a, I'm not a podcaster. No. I'm not a world-renowned uh, movie and TV reviewer. So. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. That's what I am. Some call me a savant, though. Uh, They call you something else, too. Mm. (laughs) Wonderful, talented, amazing. You are you are actually very talented. You thank you. you Yeah, thank you. You um you perform in plays around Indianapolis and everything. Yeah, I thought I thought for a second. I thought for a second you said you too. I was like, no, no, no. (laughs) I would never say that about you. Oh yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, you're welcome. Yeah. So, so this is your first time on the podcast. We're we're very good friends. Yes, we go see a movie pretty much every week, mm-hmm. and um, I I reference you in the podcast as my friend who I go see movies with. Yes, that's me. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so now you can hear her voice, everyone. Great. Um, so why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself, about your taste in movies, and you know just. Things you want in the universe. Okay. How incredible I am, everything. Well, um, I'm going to ignore that last part. Oh, um, okay. I'm, I, I, I'm pretty open-minded, I think, when it comes to movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I love action and mystery. Um, I love uh, comedy. Um, and I, I'm not a big fan of rom-coms, though, which I know is kind of a sore spot because it you is. love them yeah. so much. I did show you The Big Sick, though. Yes. Yeah, it was and a good you, movie. Yeah. 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 But I, yeah. I, I, I've, I've never really been a, bit, been a huge fan of uh, romantic movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, lo- I love science fiction, um, 
uh, pretty much everything else. Okay. What would you say – so this is a, a movie and TV podcast because mm-hmm. I know that you're an avid listener. Um, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sake of appearance. Uh, yeah, sure. You did listen to the first couple episodes. I remember that I specifically. Did, yeah. yeah, way back in the day. But not now. That's fine. Whatever. I hear you talk um, about movies enough. <laughs> I, that's fair. That is very fair. <laughs> um, you're very generous with your time with, uh, with me. So, uh, But yeah, so what would you say is, are some of your favorite movies, favorite TV shows? What kind of TV shows do you watch? What kind of TV shows do you watch that you have your friends watch and then yeah. they don't watch the last episode that you really want them to watch sure. for months? <laughs> well, well, we'll start with movies. Okay. My, my, I guess my top three favorite movies of all time are um, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, mm-hmm. Airplane, nice. and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I don't know why. I I just... All very funny they're, movies. They're great movies. Yeah. Um, I guess a couple favorite TV shows. Mm-hmm. I love the show Flashpoint. Now, which, for everyone who's listening who doesn't know what Flashpoint is... Which is probably is. everyone who's listening. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Canadian... Uh, Police procedural drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's. Uh, I think it's. I think it was six seasons. Um, and uh, it it give it a chance, people. It's you know it's a show about found family. You know it and and I Matt watched a couple episodes. I watched most of the first. I watched every episode of the first yeah, season but, except yeah, for the last. But one. you didn't watch the episode with Tatiana Maslany, which is a fantastic episode. She's an amazing I, actor. I've been super busy. You haven't. I though. have. I, but it's a, it's it's a it's a great show. That's a great episode too. Um, okay. Yeah, that's that's a, right now. I'm 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 rewatching Star Trek: The Next Generation. Nice. I'm uh, about halfway through season two okay. right now. Um, it's kind of a long watch. It's mm-hmm. it's eight or nine. Se- it might be how many seasons? Is it? I want to say it's up there, like yeah. eight or. And then hour long, well, like, forty five minute long episodes. Yeah, it might um, even be like ten or eleven. But uh, I, my mom is a is a huge fan mm-hmm. of the Next Generation, so I watched it constantly as a kid with her. Nice. Um, so I'm rewatching it now and kind of the nostalgia and going through it and remembering again yeah. how great the characters were and how wonderful and like colorful the stories were. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm just I'm just well, rewatching it. I'm so impressed with the graphics at the time. I oh, feel yeah. like they were really. You know, even in season one, before they pr- you know probably had much of a budget. Right. It's just really I'm kind of blown away by how how you know good they nice. were for the time and it was seven seasons seven seasons yeah. yeah um that's cool like i started watching the next generation mm-hmm. like for uh i watched like three or four episodes like a while ago and yeah. then i think just that it seemed a little daunting just because i mean it's a lot it is to go it's, yeah it's yeah. a it's a big investment of your time if you're gonna go into it right yeah i just but finished I watching kimmy schmidt Okay. Yeah. Um, I watched the first season of it when it first came out, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. But I never got around to watching the rest of it. So I, I watched season two, and they just released half of season three. Right. Um, it's great. I think season four. Half oh, of was season it? Four. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, it's 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 great. Mm-hmm. I love Titus. Yeah, he's amazing. He's, there, he's there's no other character on any show <laughs> like Titus Andromeda. Right. So he wonderful. He was in like the preview. Uh, okay, so Netflix has an original like movie out called Set It Up. Um, that is a romantic comedy. Actually, it has Lucy Liu who plays a character named Kirsten, ah. which I never see in movies. Like yeah. I've, I've, you know, Matts are a dime a dozen, but Kirsten's I never see in movies. But We're pretty she, unique. Eh, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but, <laughs> uh, and she plays a very terrible boss and very terrible person. So, um, anyway, I started watching it because, you know, I love rom-coms. Yes. And then also I noticed that the actor who plays Titus, uh, was in like the, the trailer for it. And like, apparent, like I didn't finish it or anything, but apparently he's just in one scene. Oh, and, really? Yeah. And the movie wasn't that oh. good what I saw of it, but mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, so yeah, so next generation, and then Flashpoint. Any other shows? I love Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. I got hooked on it instantly. It was it, nice. that's the only show I've ever truly binge watched. Nice. I'm I'm wow. kind of I'm kind of weird about watching TV. Mm-hmm. So I don't have cable or I don't have like right. HBO Go or anything. Mm-hmm. I I just have Netflix. Right. Um. And I will watch like an episode a day, like once a week. Mm-hmm. So I don't watch a lot. Right. Um. What's that like? I don't. I don't. It's. it's well, it's you know I'm busy. I'm uh, I'm I'm in demand. You know. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Um, but I mean, Stranger <laughs> Things season one, I knocked it out in two days, which Jeez. for me that's that's yeah. a, that's huge. And you actually took the day off from work. I did because it came out on your birthday. Yeah, season two came out on my yeah. birthday, and it was I I think it might have been a Friday. Um, it was. I yeah. took I took the day off work, and I went over to my parents' house, and I watched it with my mom. We spent mm-hmm. the whole day. Um, just uh, we just watched the entire second season of Stranger Things. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, how do you feel about season two of Stranger Things? I liked it. If you remember, I I liked it. Um, I liked season one more. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know it was very the the plots were kind of all over the place because we were following Eleven separately than, from right. you know we were following the rest of the group and then um, I'm so bad with character names. Oh, yeah. Will's brother. I'm bad with character names and too. Nancy, oh, oh. Nancy. You know they had they had their their John. no. Is that the actor's name? I don't know. They had well, that guy. Yeah, that guy. Nancy and the guy mm-hmm. had their own side plot. Yeah, you know. And I love Steve. Mm-hmm. I was rooting for Steve. Right. You know, he had that bit with the flowers, and I was happy he was sidetracked by Dustin because mm-hmm. I I think that their that pairing that was amazing is, is just gold. Yeah, they're fantastic together. But oh, yeah. I was kind of rooting for Nancy and Steve to get back together, even though I sure. knew it wasn't going to happen. I just have never liked Will's brother from the beginning. Okay. I, I don't even like him enough to remember his name. He He's, yeah, he's... He just creeped me out. He's from, creepy. From season one when he was taking pictures, pictures of, yeah. of them, like, in, in the woods. I was like, yeah. that's not really redeemable in my book. Right. <laughs> and what all, what what really stuck out to me really immediately was that he just looks exactly like a young Stephen King, so that's what I'm fixating yeah. on. But, yeah, I... The growth of Steve as a character has been great. Yeah, like, yeah. Season one, if you would have been like, oh, you're going to root for Nancy and Steve, I would have been like, no. Well, I don't you know, think so. and, and the thing is, they didn't intend to keep Steve around, apparently. Right. He was, he was written to be, you know, a plot device. He mm-hmm. was a villain. And then they just loved the actor so much that they wrote a redemption in for him at the end of season one and, nice. and then brought him into season two. That was uh, completely unexpected for them, but mm-hmm. I, I totally get it. He's, he's evolved into a really great character. So I'm really glad they kept him around. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And the, just the character arc with him and Dustin, him and the kids in season mm-hmm. two is like yeah. perfect, like yeah. absolutely perfect. Um, Number one babysitter. Yep. Oh yeah. A um, couple other things before before we get into whatever we're going to be talking about. Um, you went to Shocktober in Irvington. I did. Yeah, yeah. You actually won Nightmare Nudgewood tickets. Yeah. Yeah. So which um, I went. Uh, did we do that on my birthday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. That was I had a, I had a very special birthday yeah. this this last year. Um, yeah, yeah. We we went to uh, 
The Nightmare on Edgewood Nightmare Haunted on House. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And speaking of which, we have booked the venue for Sharktober in Irvington for 2018. Uh, it's going to be October 12th. And uh, tickets are going to go on sale soon. Um, they'll probably be um, on sale by the time you're listening to this. So check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash the obsessive viewer or facebook.com slash sharktomernervington or just sharktomernervington.com and you'll find information there. It's very exciting. Yes, I'm very excited. Yeah. It's going to be our fifth year doing it. It's great. So fifth, yeah, fifth year. Yeah. And then like just this past week was a fifth year anniversary of the podcast. So I decided happy to... Happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah. Thank, and my birthday is next week. So oh, yeah. Well, happy yeah. double birthday. Thank you. Thank you. What are you getting me? I'm not so let's talk about. <laughs> so let's talk about what we just watched. Yeah. Okay. So this is a uh, Kirsten. Since you don't listen to the podcast, right? Um, or this... any, I just want to clarify. It's not anything personal. I don't listen to podcasts. Okay. Like, I, I have Netflix and I watch it once a week. So that's uh, no, it's fine. That's that's fine. It's fine. Um, you must have like a job where you don't have like you can't have like headphones in or anything. Then right? You know that's not the case. Yeah, I know. I know. Anyway. <laughs> I, I listen to Hamilton pretty much every day. <laughs> right. Hamilton or John Mulaney. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I love John Mulaney. Oh, yeah. Me too. Yeah. Um, so anyway, anyway, enough enough being a dick. But um, Thank you. Yeah. Well, for now. Um, but yeah, so basically we She's have... Stuck. Sorry. <laughs> oh, she got it. Oh. <laughs> for those of you listening at home, Matt's cat pizza was yeah. stuck. Her the claw, official mascot of the Obsessive stuck, year. And it was real cute. Yeah. Well, I was terrified for her well-being, but uh, she was fine. fine. Anyway, um, so uh, since you haven't listened to the podcast, we do a thing called potpourri, which basically the structure of an episode is that we talk about a main topic, which used to really be like um, like favorite serial killers in movies or favorite wow. something or like. Uh, one nineteen party movies stuff like that, um, but recently for the last year or so we've just been doing basically movie review episodes. So the structure of it is we do the topic and then we end the show with a potpourri section, which is just us going back and forth talking about stuff we've watched or stuff we're looking forward mm -hmm. to. So my thought is that so since this is your first episode uh, ever being a guest on a, this podcast or any podcast, although you were an actress in a podcast, yeah, um, yeah, it was. I don't know if you want to say that. Uh, it was just it was set up like a soap opera, mm -hmm. and we would it, it was just scripted. We would play characters, so it was. To me, it felt more like an acting job mm -hmm. than a, the, what I would consider a podcast. Right. It was but a it performance. Was, it was, yeah, it was just yeah. voice acting. It was set up like mm -hmm. a radio show. So yeah. it, was, it was a lot of fun. It, it, it doesn't, we don't do it anymore. Right. It died. Right. Oh, okay. Is so. it still like available and stuff? I, as far as I know, it was, okay. it's called The Rich and the Filthy. There you go. Um, it's, it was pretty entertaining. Um, mm -hmm. Like good, Short good episodes, yeah. a lot frequent yeah. and everything else. Probably 20, 20 to 30 minute episodes. Yeah. Um, with We did our own commercials for hilarious fake products. It was nice. a lot of fun, but it just kind of, you know, stopped. So. Right. Sure. Um, so, yeah. So, basically, this is just going to be kind of extended potpourri. So, as we mentioned, uh, we, see, we see a movie together pretty much every week, mm -hmm. just about. Um, so, we've seen a ton of movies. And I just kind of wanted to go through some of the movies we've seen since yeah. it's been really it's been a couple months since we've had a, an episode of the podcast. So I kind of wanted to just catch up our audience with what I'm watching, and then yeah. you can throw your opinion in. I guess I don't know. Um, that's a joke. That's a joke, guys. I'm not really that uh -huh. much of a dick, guys. Um, Help me. So 
please. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so the last movie we saw in the theater was Tag. Yeah, yeah, that was a lot of fun. It was. That was a great movie. It was. I and mean, like, for what it was, you know, for, it, it wasn't right. some you know life changing event. But yeah, it was a like, lot of fun. It's not going to be like an Oscar nominated movie yeah. or anything, but. As far as like a summer comedy, it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was yeah. a yeah a really solid comedy. Yeah, um, yeah, great cast. Oh yep, um, mm-hmm. I love Hannibal Burris. Really, in anything, his stand up is amazing. It Every is. role he plays is hilarious. Yep, and he was probably the funniest character in, in Tag. I think I, I would say so. And his, like his one liners were really great. Yeah, and I mentioned this to you after that. Like I, he's he's one of those actors that he's he's a supporting supporting actor mm-hmm. guy in comedies, but like I would love for him to just have like a lead somewhere. Yeah, kind of break out of that type. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, he was great in it, and just the cast all together: Ed Helms, John Hamm, Jeremy Renner, and um, uh, uh, who am I blanking? Nick on? Nick Miller. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Jake Johnson. Yeah. Jake Johnson. Yeah. Uh, they were all great together, and also like the women in the movie, yeah, Isla Fisher, and yeah. Oh yeah, she uh, was yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Did you almost say Amy Adams? Almost. Yeah. Okay, because they look almost <laughs> they... identical. I know one redhead name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, Isla Fisher and uh, Leslie Bibb. I thought she was. I thought she was good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So tag for those who don't know is is a movie about um. A group of friends who have played tag every year uh, for 30 years, and they're confronted with the fact that the one player who doesn't, who hasn't uh, um, been tagged once, is going to retire. So they're out to tag him. Yeah, and it's based on a true story. Yep. Of this real group of friends who played the same game of tag, mm-hmm. and and what it is is they get together once one month. Yeah. There's one month. It was May. May. Every, the whole month is just blocked out for tag, right. and and you never know when someone's because they you know they all live they all yeah. over the country now. They, they have jobs and, and yeah. families, so you never know when someone mm. is going to fly across the country right. to tag you. Yeah. It's a, it's a great concept. And it, it is. It is, and they did a lot of really good variety with the different setups and everything, mm-hmm. and the tags, mm-hmm. uh, the the actual tagging, and it was like there, there's just so much variety, and um, not not to spoil anything, but like. Watch through the credits because there's some yeah. good stuff in the credits. Yeah, it's definitely worth watching. Yeah. I, I did hear mm-hmm. – I didn't know this when we watched it, but I, did, did you hear Jeremy Renner? Yeah. He broke both of his arms. Yeah. Did you end up reading up on this at all? I didn't. I, didn't. I, I, okay, I heard about it and I was like, yeah. that's interesting. And then I yeah. went on with my life. But right. <laughs> I'm bringing it up now because it's really interesting. He Now, yeah. it, it, Jeremy Renner is playing the character who has never been tagged. And, right. and the whole bit is that he's – probably the best tag player in the entire world he's like the jason Bourne of tag yeah he takes it so seriously he's got like this weird like villain layer setup in his basement you know and it's (laughs) it's very elaborate Mm -hmm. um but so jeremy renner did his own stunts for the film which are pretty extensive for a movie like this and yeah apparently he broke both of his arms filming yeah it's and it's unreal like it's just amazing um are you pulling it up now i am Yeah. yeah the actor broke Oh, wow, the actor. Uh, this is this is coming from the Ringer dot com. Uh, the actor broke both of his arms three days into filming the movie. Three days. Yeah, forcing the studio to resort to special effects and forcing one writer down a deeply disturbing path of obsession. So there's a, a whole article about it. Wait, what? Wow. Um, three days into filming. Yeah, that's insane. So wait, his arms were like. CGI'd I, the entire film, basically? I guess. Because three days into filming, they couldn't have gotten very much footage. No. He was in a lot of the movie. He's a main character. They wow. CGI'd his 
arms? That is insane. That's pretty funny. That is that is crazy. That's great. Did they say anyway. what stunt it was? I you know because there's one I bit where doesn't. he like jumps out of a window and rolls off the roof and lands on the ground. I wonder if it was that one. Yeah, they, I would think it would be because I think that would be like the only one that really. Well, there is a lot of elaborate things, but there's um. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. So it looks like um, one of the things they did was um, why he's wearing a jacket through most of the movie. Oh, he does stand that, very still Yeah, a lot of the time. Yeah, he does. So I bet his, his arms are like, he's got like casted arms yeah. just hanging by his sides. Wow. That's funny. Um, to explain away all the sleeves, maybe there's a line in the, oh, this is just conjecture. Um <laughs> Okay, yeah. So anyway, the, I'll, I'll link to the yeah. show notes. I'll link in the show notes. But yeah, so tag was a lot of fun. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it was. It was. It it did what I want a comedy to do. Is mm-hmm. it met my expectations? Yeah. Like comedy in general is really hard to to pull off in a way that that's like memorable. Like like yeah like yeah you, yeah You're right. Like you referenced your three favorite movies are all mm-hmm. comedies and very like pristine comedies or like like well respected yeah. comedies yeah a lot of times i'll see a comedy movie mm. and it's like oh that was funny yeah and then i never see it again it, exactly. i never think about the movie again yeah but um which is i feel like comedy is one of those genres that is just very easy to kind of crank out a movie mm-hmm. and then like it's kind of a, the type of genre that you kind of throw whatever you want and see what sticks and yeah, then yeah. put it out. And um, if it flops, it flops. So what yeah. they're, they're, they're cheap to make. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And so, except for when your one of your main actors breaks both of his arms r- and then right. you CGI his arms <laughs> for the rest of the film. Right. Um, but yeah, and then it's, it's not a big loss for mm-hmm. the studio or anything. And it's also one of those things that, you know, some things could, um, you could trigger a like a funny response at or like you can you can think something's funny and then something in the next scene is not going to be funny it's not like tonally comedies are a lot broader than than you know other genres Mm -hmm. it seems but like perfect examples we saw last year we saw baywatch yeah yeah Yeah. um pretty forgettable yeah it was it was funny yeah but i didn't love it not yeah it was yeah, but yeah. I remember like one scene, like the uh, the scene with with the dick in the uh, yeah in in the in, in the, the chair, in the chair. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like that stuck with me as a man, and also just I thought that was a pretty funny bit. Mm-hmm. But like, if you ask me to say narrate like, the plot else, of Baywatch, yeah, I don't, I honestly don't remember. I don't remember I d- who yeah. the villain was. I know that Oscar from The Office was in it for a little bit. That's right. Yeah, That's he died. Yeah. Spoiler yeah. alert. Spoiler alert oh. for Baywatch. Um, <laughs> for someone yeah. who, it's, it's still on their watch list. Right. <laughs> but yeah, Baywatch was, wasn't good. But like you get comedies that are just, like not the tag is like a great comedy or anything, but it's not a not a bad way to spend an hour and a yeah, half yeah yeah i would long. watch it again and i would still laugh at yeah the same jokes absolutely absolutely yeah and yeah um we, we, we were talking about hannibal burris and i want to sidetrack mm-hmm. for a minute that uh i i a couple weeks ago i sent mm-hmm. you an article yes about hannibal burris was in spider-man homecoming because i had not heard anything about this this was amazing yeah and he apparently that uh, <laughs> at the hollywood premiere um that that night he was filming tag 
Okay, was it tagged? It was, was tagged, tagged? yeah. Okay. I found another article that went a little bit more in-depth, and I didn't gotcha. submit to you because I wanted okay. to save it and talk about it now. Okay, nice. Um, before you were even before invited I knew, on I just, the podcast. I, I knew it would be handy someday, and here it nice. is. Um, but, but, <laughs> so he was going to be unavailable for the red carpet premiere okay. of Spider-Man Homecoming. So right. he put out a tweet looking for Hannibal lookalikes, and he had an email address, and it was something like, like Hannibal Burris lookalike3 yeah. at gmail.com or something. I think he actually said, like, yes, I had to, like, there were two other ones. Yeah. I don't know what you guys are doing or something. Yeah. Um, and he hired an actor yep. who looks nothing like nothing him. Like it's him. just a black guy. Looks and sounds nothing like yeah. him. Like, and and he and yeah. he had this guy go out and do interviews as Hannibal <laughs> Burris, and people bought it. Yeah. And I just think that's that's hilarious. It's, it's amazing. He immediately deleted the tweet once he found the guy. Oh, you know, he nice. Went, yeah. That is awesome. So I just I have so much respect for Hannibal Burris. Yeah, because that's not that's a bit that is just for him. Like yeah. that's not like like it's funny, but it's not like one of those things where you think that he's he doesn't seem like he's overly like serious. Not I don't know if I'd say overly serious about his career, but like he doesn't he isn't like obsessed with his image or anything. Yeah. It's like yeah. he can do that, and it sounds it sounds like it's just for shits and giggles yeah. on his part. Um, yeah, just really, it's just a great really story. brilliant. Oh yeah, um, but yeah. So so tag was fun, and yeah. another comedy. While we're kind of circling that, that we saw recently was Super Troopers Two. Oh yeah, or yeah. Super Troopers, as I say it. Actually, I think I brought it up on the podcast before. Now that I think Don't about call it, it and saying it online. No, it's a podcast. You know, you can you record and and you know, I don't know what you call them, but yeah. <clears throat> supposed to talk on a podcast anyway so yeah we saw <laughs> anyway, super troopers too yeah so i think i already said what i thought about it on the podcast what did you think of super troopers hmm. i thought it was funny um i did not think it was as funny as the first one but right. that you know how now how how much time passed between <sighs> the first movie and the second one i want to say it's been like 16 years yeah it's been I, a good chunk of time yeah um Super Troopers. Yeah, it was about 17 years. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, it, have you seen the first one? Yes. Like recently? Oh, n- not recently. Okay. It's been several years. See, I like because I knew that we were going to go see it. And yeah. I actually it was like really cheap on Google Play. Yeah. Which is where I buy like have a bunch of like digital movies. Um, so I went ahead and bought it thinking like, oh, it's a good like comedy. I work from home, which mm-hmm. now I don't anymore. But um, I can just throw it on in the background. And I watched it like the week before we saw Super Troopers 2. And I was yeah. like, doesn't really get me the same way that it used to. Like it's – I mean it's funny. But also think fun. about the age you were when it came out. Exactly. I'm sure that that kind of humor is hilarious to, oh, a, yeah. to a teenage boy. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Um, but, um, but that was the kind of humor the second one was too. Yeah. And – like there were some bits that worked for me, but there were some bits that really didn't. Yeah, I, I felt like uh, my kind of takeaway from it was that the story just wasn't as interesting as like the actual yeah. like like plot of what yeah. why they're doing what they're doing didn't really work for me. How yeah. did you feel about the Canada jokes? It was a lot. Yeah. Um, I thought Rob Lowe was hilarious though. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot a lot more dicks than I thought. Can yeah. I say dicks on the podcast? Yes, you can say there dicks were on the there podcast. were several more dicks than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. because you're expecting some, a few, yeah, 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 but uh, yeah, it it was it was like the the 
the three Canadian Mounties. Mm-hmm. They were just stereotypes. They and and they hit that stereotype so hard yeah. for so long yeah. throughout the whole movie. Like like that was half the jokes. Yeah. Was was it, Canadian Mountie jokes. Totally. So and they even have that whole bit where they were where the troopers go undercover as Canadian mm-hmm. Mounties to try and like dirty their reputation. Yeah. So they 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 put on Canadian Mountie uniforms mm-hmm. and they like they do traffic stops and stuff. And right. one of the bits is they pull over Jim Gaffigan, right? Who of course has the in, from the first movie. Yeah. Um, you might say they pulled him. They pulled him. Jim Gaff again. Gaffigan. Yeah. Do I kind of pull your joke? Over. Yeah. <laughs> they pulled over Jim Gaff again. Yeah, I anyway, just I just said that. I Don't edit out me saying oh, it first and keep everything. you saying it. I I'm this the star of podcast. This podcast. It's just gonna be an hour of silence <laughs> and me making my jokes, and then yeah, I'm gonna cut that. I'm gonna cut you laughing out, and then just like duplicate it throughout it, so it sounds like you're laughing at everything I'm saying. So, Show yeah. me now. Yeah. Anyway, um, so but yeah, yeah. I, I I felt like a lot of it was forgettable. Right. Yeah. And yeah, it was. Um, it was just okay. Yeah. It just well, okay. It's, it didn't live up to my expectations based mm-hmm. on the first film, but I didn't think it would. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it, it just seemed like some of the appeal of the first one or some of the, like the low budgetness of it mm-hmm. is what kind of works for me for the yeah. first movie. Cause it's just a, comes across as just a, a comedy troupe making a movie yeah. and you know, yeah. But now it's like they've they've all had careers and everything, uh-huh. and it's like they're doing more elaborate stuff. Yeah, yeah, and they're too just... they're too big for the film they were trying to make. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but and we can uh yeah we can we can switch gears and talk about this. Well, okay, let's go with uh Deadpool two. <gasps> yeah. Yes. What a great movie. It was awesome. What okay. a great movie. Like okay, so you you're more well-versed with comics. I don't know if you ever read Deadpool or yeah. anything. But how did you feel about the first Deadpool and Deadpool 2? What did you think? Fantastic. It's a Deadpool mm-hmm. that is recognizable from the comics. Yeah. Which um, the Deadpool from uh, X-Men Origins mm-hmm. w- was not. It was a different no. character with Deadpool's name. Yeah. Um. So Ugh. so it was really refreshing and exciting to mm-hmm. get the film that, you know, the, 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 the film that we needed yeah. for Deadpool. Um, I I think I liked the second Deadpool more than the first one. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm I think I'm in the same camp. It just felt funnier. Yeah. Because because Bigger. yeah, we watched yeah. the first Deadpool right right before we saw the second one in right. movie in the in, the, in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it, it was just as funny as I remembered it, but there oh, was yeah. just something more about Deadpool two. It, it yeah. was it was like Deadpool one was kind of testing the waters exactly. for the character for how far they could push for how edgy mm-hmm. he could be, and then Deadpool two that you know that was where he came he came to life absolutely after yeah. he died and it was right <laughs> and it was uh, it was one of those things where Deadpool two is. It seems I don't know if it's well the cynical side of me is going to say that it seems rare that like the studio like recognized what worked in Deadpool uh-huh. um because when it when Deadpool came out like obviously I'm fairly certain that the studio was like oh shit we we did good yeah um how can we do more good um more well well next much do much good. more good better much good better much good much um, good how can we make it gooder and they like actually improved on yeah. the, on what was established that was successful yeah it was um, great i loved the whole yeah. bit with the x-force that was hilarious yeah. um 
several big name actors who yeah. were not in the film for very long. Right. Who you think are going to be integral, you know, like just just so imperative. Right. To to the end plot. Yeah. And they're not. And it's a bit. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Um, I loved Peter. Peter. Yeah. I was just going to bring <laughs> it up. Uh, played by Rob Delaney. Do you follow him on Twitter at all? I, I don't. I okay. but I I know who he is. Though. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 really funny. Yeah. And like in the movie, just there's one line that. Um, after like a couple weeks after we saw it, I went to Vegas. Um, and like every day that I'm putting on like sunscreen and everything, I kept <laughs> thinking of the line. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many people uh, this cable guy's killed, but he certainly killed he killed less than melanoma. <laughs> and he's right. And he's right. The silent killer. So good. Yeah, it so was good. it was great. I was really shocked at how many people brought their kids to see Deadpool yes! two. And uh, now here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I kind of get, like, infants, although I, I'm, mm. I'm the type of person who thinks you should never bring an infant to any movie whatsoever. Right. Because infants are unpredictable and horrible, and you right. never know how they're going to react to any kind of... You can take them to a Disney movie, and yeah. they're going to scream and cry. I so, honestly thought for a second that you were going to say, because, you know, stimula- stimulating, like, like their eyes and everything, it could be better for their vision and everything. No, no, no. You're thinking about them being dicks. <laughs> well, they're not dicks. They're being babies. Well, Just, I don't I don't feel like babies belong in movies. I agree. I Not, not to say parents shouldn't get to go to movies. <laughs> sure. Um, well, they have like, like mommy. I don't know if it's called like mommy and me cla- classes, like uh, screenings and stuff, like, yeah. like matinee screenings that they have discounted for, yeah. like that. But but, but, anyway. but the point is, I get infants yeah. because they don't understand, they can't comprehend what they're watching on the screen. Right. So I, I I get that to an extent, mm-hmm. and I get kind of older children, like twelve years old and yeah. up. You know, I I get that because they're kind of you know typically a little more mature at that age. They right. you know they can understand what's happening but there were several parents who had like seven year olds and it's yeah. like wow seven is old enough to understand but not old enough to know what to do with yeah, it exactly. and that's like it's guys deadpool 2 definitely earned its rating it really did it's so not there's no reason to have and there were a lot of there kids were. oh yeah there, we were sitting so right next to a family with kids yeah and like i i think i had said like oh um because we heard some kids like uh, up toward yeah. the front and then yeah. i said something to you like wow i'm i'm surprised anyone brought kids and then you're and like, I'm like you're there's a kid sitting, sitting like right, right next, next to you, to you. <laughs> yeah like, that's how much i pay attention yeah but but yeah it was a great movie and the kids did not implode or, or anything, anything. oh yeah. okay well yeah and i'm sure i'm sure they're probably scarred for life or you know they whatever. gotta be yeah like I can just um, imagine the car ride home. Like, mommy, what are anal beads? I don't even know if there was there a reference to anal beads. In there that? had to have been. It's yeah, a Deadpool sure. movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, what do you think of of Josh Brolin as Cable in it? I love him as Cable. Mm. I actually, I as as great of a character as I think Thanos is. I thought Josh Brolin makes a better Cable than he does Thanos. Oh, interesting. I do. I just okay. I, I don't know. He just it could be that so much of Thanos is CGI that True. it kind That's of fair. feels sort of like. It's not the actor, mm-hmm. you know, um, whereas Cable, although a lot of him is CGI, his appearance, his voice. Um, right. There, there's still so much of, of the actor behind it. Yeah. Um, but I just I don't know. He was such a such a fun character. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he made him witty and sarcastic and funny, you know, right. and likable, even though he's presented as a villain. Exactly. You know, um, and he fits so well within yeah. the movie. Like, yeah. Like within the world that was created. Guess who else Deadpool fits in 1. well? Zazie Beats. 
as Domino, as Domino was amazing. I like she's like my hero of that That's, movie. That okay, you asked me earlier what mm-hmm. superpower I would want to have. Okay. That, wouldn't wouldn't that be a really great superpower just just, just to have be lucky? Yeah, pure luck. Oh, that would be amazing. Like everything yeah. works out for her. It's oh, it's yeah. really cool. And can we talk about how um she had Harry Pitts? I didn't notice that. Yes, huh. Domino did not wow. shave her underarms, and I think that was really cool because they didn't make a big deal out of it. Right. But she was wearing a, her her outfit is sleeveless, mm. and she had hair on her well, armpits. Well, I was making that was sure cool. to pay close attention to her to her acting and everything, and not objectify her in any way. So I didn't right, yeah, sure, that's. yeah. So anyway, <laughs> no, but I didn't notice that. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, but no, she was amazing. Like just the casualness, like the way that they, like they even reference, like oh, there's that's. That's, That's not, not really a superpower. Yeah, it's yeah. not cinematic. And she's, uh, yes, it is. Yeah. And it was. And it, it was so cinematic. It so well. It was yeah. so cool. It reminded me sort of of like the feeling I got watching like Ant-Man. Yeah. And how like, you know, you go into Ant-Man and you think like, okay, he can shrink and get get big. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like wh- how are you going to yeah, film that's, that? That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> And she like like you like you think like oh how can they do this and yeah. then it's the same kind of feeling yeah like, they it was a it huge off. it was a huge success yeah it took oh, yeah. what sounds like the lamest mm-hmm. superhero and oh, they, yeah. then they turned him into a big success right you know? so oh yeah um but yeah so in I didn't give you an answer to what superpower I would want oh yeah but I was thinking like in everyday life uh, manipulate time. So pause, okay. fast forward. Now, rewind. see, that would be a good one, but I've thought mm. about, I've put a lot of thought into this. Would you mm. age differently from those around you? Well, for example, let's say you stop time for an hour and mm-hmm. you continue to exist while time is stopped for an hour. Mm-hmm. Would you age that hour? See, see, I feel like if you, if I, the more you use your power, the quickly, the the the, the, the quicker you will age, right. and that could be a problem. And that's true. That is true. Because like my whole thought is like I would like okay, we were we were watching A Wrinkle in Time, which we'll talk about in a moment. Yeah. And like I wasn't. You know what? I completely forgot we watched that movie, and oh, it yeah. was today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll get to that. And yeah, and spoiler alert, but I didn't really like it. So like I was starting to like 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 kind of get drowsy. I don't know if you noticed it, but I was like kind of like fighting, like mm. keeping my eyes open. And then I thought like I could I, – I wish I could just like freeze time, take a nap for like three hours and then unfreeze time mm-hmm. and finish this movie. But um, see, my question is would you age, age those three, three hours? hours and no one else would because they're frozen in time? And see, that's where the main conundrum comes yeah. in because yeah. you – that gives you more uh, – I guess that would give you more time, like present time – to live because you you would be the thought is that you would freeze time sleep and then unfreeze time so you're and awake. then have all that extra time yeah. and i mean you're asleep for a large portion of your life anyway yeah. so basically instead of it's basically like flexing your sleep hours and okay. everything so like instead of you know sleeping for however many years you're living for that many years but dying that many years earlier yeah yeah so, so it's a trade-off it is yeah but as far as that's like the normal day like normal life idea of what superpower i would want yeah. just because i'm i am terrible with my time sure with, and yeah and i had said teleportation mm-hmm. um because which is more I, practical i just yeah i just well i just feel like it would be it would be useful like you think about how much money you would save on gas yep you know mm-hmm. um you just you just you wake up five minutes before you have to be at work and mm-hmm. then you teleport into the bathroom stall you know yeah 
like and like we had this conversation before and it was when i worked from home by the way guys i got a new job just saying congratulations yes i now have to work in an office again but that's fine Uh, same company and everything it's fun you i tweeted about it anyway um oh pizza roll hi Hi, pizza kitty Anyway, um, so, but you had said, like, oh, it'd be great to, you know, wake up five minutes before work. And, like, I made the smart-ass comment of, like, yeah, that would be pretty great. <laughs> that's what I did. But now I yeah. don't work from home. Anyway, um, but then in a super-powered world, I don't I don't know what I would want to, what yeah. kind of super-powered I had I said uh, super strength, which yeah. you thought was very unoriginal. I didn't say unoriginal. But okay. it was implied. It was heavily implied, uh, yeah. I just, I just think... It would be really. It would be cool to have sure. super strength. Like, first of all, it is very cinematic. That is true. Like, it's always the hero. Like, if it's a team of superheroes, it's always the hero with super strength who gets in the last, you know, blow to the bad That's guy. That's true. And that would be me. Yeah. Okay. So, what, what would yours be in a, in a oh. superhero world where you had to use your powers to fight to evil, fight evil, or to be evil? If that's you know your dig, Ooh. you know, um, what would I think your, I could be evil? What would your power yeah. be? Um. The power to not have my feelings hurt. Um, <laughs> no, no, God knows you don't have that here. I, I know. I've Earlier you said the ability to deflect laser beams. Yes, yes. Which because is, that's a practical thing in case someone with laser beams But what if someone with any me. other power attacked you? What if I, you know, super strength Kirsten attacked you? You would be powerless to stop me. That's that's true. I think I would do like like healing abilities. Oh, like yeah, like Wolverine okay. style. Oh, oh, like self healing. Yeah, because okay. like okay, super strength. Like okay, cool. That's cool and everything. Um, but like you know, someone like chops off your head, you're done. Yeah. So yeah, or like like being like uh, like bulletproof, like Luke Cage. That'd mm. be cool. That would yeah. be cool. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Um, so I'd be like Jessica Jones mm-hmm. and you'd be like Luke Cage. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I am. I am built like Luke Cage. So yeah. <laughs> You're really lucky that this is a podcast. I and know. I can't see you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, um, so anyway, uh, what movie were we talking about? Uh, we were talking about Deadpool two. Deadpool two. Okay. Anything else you want to talk about? There's, uh, there's a surprise in it. I don't want to give it away if you haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah. Um, a, great, a great twist ending. Yes. And I was floored by that in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have some qualms about it just because just in terms of the internet, because like the moment before it's revealed in the movie, I remembered like some like website, probably like screen rant or mm-hmm. something saying like, like, Oh, does this shot from the trailer mean that this is going to happen yeah. in Deadpool two? And like, it came to my mind right before that Which, happened. I just want to say I hadn't read the article, but I guessed. Yeah. I you I, did. I'm really good at guessing twist endings. You are pretty good I, at. I guessing, spend a yeah. lot of the times when, when Matt and I are at movies. I spend a lot of time mm-hmm. whispering mm-hmm. the ending to the movie in his ear, and I'm almost always right. Yeah, uh, I'm a really fair good amount at that. Of time. And to be to before Tony, before Tony like tweet text me or anything, my friend Tony who listens to the podcast. Okay, um, she did. She doesn't do it in a disrupting fashion because I I speak very, very vocally about how much I hate when people talk in movies. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We've been friends for so many years. I know. But it's not like it's more when it's like it's uh, enhancing the film. Yes, I think when it's actually having a conversation. It's not like it's not like you're screaming like, oh, I think Bruce Willis is dead in this movie. It's like you're like, what if? 
what if what if he's dead or you oh my god i think he's dead that? yeah it <laughs> helps me because i can't i have terrible memory so yeah. you're like oh remember when he did this and maybe this means that and yeah. i'm like all right yeah shut up no mm. i'm not, not I'm that explains why you dumped your soda on me yes yes well that's just that because you're you makes sense um yeah just kidding anyway um so deadpool 2 and i had my letter boxed up okay so low a star wars story we saw that together uh, I was really confused. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what, "What is low a Star it's, Wars?" Story? <laughs> it's uh, what we in the uh, in the podcast world call a segue. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was good. Um, yeah, we saw Solo. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, I would yeah. say easily the weakest. Mm-hmm. Now, um, addition to the new Star Wars films, right? The weakest of the new. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. D- I, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And um, you you talked about how you grew up watching Star Trek and mm-hmm. like the Next Generation. So you we've had conversations like this where like you're more of a Star Trek girl, yeah. not Star Wars. How do you feel about Star Wars as a whole? I like Star Wars. I've okay. I've seen. I, I actually I didn't see Rogue One. I still okay. haven't seen it. it's it's on my Netflix queue, but you know I am about Netflix. Right. Um. So I'm I'm going to watch it. I just haven't gotten around to it. But mm-hmm. besides that, I've seen every film in the franchise, mm-hmm. and I like Star Wars. Yeah. Um. But it's 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 it kind of it didn't you know I've never been a huge Star Wars fan. Right. I I see them because I think they're good movies, but I don't mm. care about the franchise as a whole. Yeah. So that's kind of where I am. So you're not you're not one to harass an actress until they quit. Oh social no media. no! Who would do yeah. such a thing? Right. Why? You, you got to be heartless. It's to, like yeah yeah, and we could have a whole conversation about the toxic fandom, but yeah. and we might. But it's just yeah that. The, it's horrible. It's terrible. Like not only that, but like this whole like oh we're gonna remake the Last Jedi and are you no are you buddy yeah. are you Trevor it's like, come on come <laughs> right? on buddy <laughs> it's like come on guys just let it go let it go like but, Elsa said just, yes exactly just let it go yeah so we saw Solo yeah and it's funny because I had uh we we had tickets. And then uh, my friend Fekus, who frequent guest Robert Fekus, was he he was like, hey, do you want to see Solo? And I was like, uh, yeah, sure, because like I have a running thing. Like I'm not a huge Star Wars fan, but I've seen like all the new movies like yeah. in theaters. I've happened to see him like twice. Um, so I was like, yeah, you know, sure, I'm probably gonna like it anyway because mm-hmm. you know it's a good, you know, I've because liked it's a Star Wars movies. movie. Yeah. yeah, I've liked the ones that have come out. So um, me and Robert and Peter Fekus, his brother went to the IMAX downtown to see it the day after you and I saw it. Yeah. And I remember the second that the movie ended with when you and I saw it, you I was just like filled with a sense of dread. Now you like, had to sit through it again. Yeah. I, I was literally yeah. like, I don't, I don't want to back. I don't want to be a dick and back out, but like, yeah. man, I don't want to see this movie again. It con- Okay. So how did you feel about Solo? having having some distance from it now? It's mm-hmm. it's been a couple weeks since we've seen it. Yeah, um, it kind of feels like this representation of Han Solo that they gave the fandom mm-hmm. might be their "I'm sorry" <laughs> for the recent movies that came out because he was everything mm-hmm. that you would want in a young action hero. Right, and I think I made the comment right after we saw the film that he almost felt like a Mary Sue mm-hmm. in his own movie, in sure. that he. He wasn't. I, I don't know. It just didn't feel like Han Solo, right? You know, it it 
it felt like he was the culmination of everything perfect that you would want an action hero mm-hmm. to be. And he, he just, he had no flaws. He saved the day. I just, right. it, it felt like really, you know, you know, it didn't feel genuine. Sure. And like, I, I liked what he did with the role, like, like in terms of actual performance and everything. Like he was uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'd never, who's the actor in it? I never, uh, Al, Aid, uh, Alden Ehrenreich. He was okay, He's but in... he didn't even stand out in a movie. He, about him, and like, I think Donald Glover was oh, was, was the amazing. star of the movie, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely, and he wasn't in it enough. No, like, at all. I was waiting for three fourths of the movie mm-hmm. for him to come in. Right. You know. Yeah. And oh, they, yeah. I, I felt like they really baited us in. Yeah. The trailers, you know, uh, he he was he was in you know all the trailers. Yeah. It was like, oh, he's going to be a you know a, a major character in the movie, and he's really not. He's not, and he comes in, and then when when they're done with him, he's just he's, he's yeah he's not in the the final action sequence at right. all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And kind of some of my qualms with it were that it just felt like I didn't I didn't care about really the plot or anything. Yeah. Um. It didn't hook me. And it really didn't. Me the neither. The stakes felt kind of low. They did, which is it's fine to have low stakes if you're going to like have an interesting story or have an interesting character. Yeah, yeah. To, to, to prop it up. Yeah. Yeah. But the problem with Solo for me was that the character development we got from of Han Solo, it's like, it just seems, eh. I didn't really, first, first of all, I never wanted a Solo movie. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I've never been interested in a Han Solo movie. Um, and the arc that they have is like, he's all, he, he's not necessarily already like the, rogue guy like he has this love interest that he's wanting to go back for like that's yeah. that's his whole motivation yeah. but it just seems like it seems like the movie did not try hard enough to put him on a um on a uh on a path to lead to him being like the han solo that we know in, I in agree. the original yeah. trilogy yeah. yeah and it just it didn't fit well and then like I, it just seems like the movie was hitting specific marks. Like, okay, mm-hmm. well, we need to have him fly. We need to fi- we need to have him interact with Lando. We need yeah. to have him fly the Millennium Falcon. We need him yeah. to do the Kessel Run because that's a thing. In, so they in were the just series. going between. You know, they were yeah. hitting all the hall- hallmarks of the movie that everyone expected. E- exactly, and there was very little substance between. Exactly. The, the one bit, so he talks about how he's a great pilot, you know, and he wants mm-hmm. to prove himself, and he teams up with this band of ragtag, like, like space bandits. Spa- yeah, con um, artists. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, and uh, uh, they they don't let him fly right. their plane. Oh, yes. Until okay. the pilot is injured, and, mm-hmm. and, he had, and Han has to take over. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, at that point, the ship is, like, tethered to this, to the train. Right. Um, and he's not really flying. He's yeah. just keeping it steady. And they're like, he's such a good pilot. Yeah. And I'm like, it's like you're a heck of a pilot, even, kid. He's it's not like, even flying. Yeah. It's tethered to the train. It's tethered. On, that's moving on a track. That's It's and basically like, on autopilot. Yeah. And like, in, it's like and stuff that, like that. Right. And that whole sequence was bothersome to me because it felt like, like you weren't really aware of the whole like – uh, problems with the production and I everything. I was not, yeah. Yeah, so, like, when I when I saw that, I was like, there's this whole big set piece of them pulling a heist on a train. Mm-hmm. It's very it's very cinematic. It's very yeah. cinematic, yeah. Um, but it just feels like, this is, like, the second act of the movie, and it feels so much like they, 
maybe had already filmed this sequence and then they scrapped like the rest of the movie and uh-huh. that this was supposed to be like the big action set yeah, piece at that, the end. Yeah, that is what it felt like. Yeah, yeah. everything felt just disjointed yeah. and the like uh, the actress Tandy Newton who played um um I can't remember her character's name, but she was she was the wife of um I can't remember his character name either. Um what is it? Woody Harrelson's characters. Mm. Um like she like there's no development or anything with her. And like, she's like Tandy Noon's an, an incredible actress and she's completely wasted in the movie. She gets fridged early she on. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And, uh, and yeah. And then the, like the other set pieces, like there's the train heist and then there's the Kessel run. And then by the time we get to the end of the movie, it's like, it's very, very small. Like it's like, yeah. um, a fight in, in, in enclosed space in a room. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it feels like the movie shot its wad early and then it was in a scramble to fi- patch together an ending. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, and then by the time like the Kessel run had ended and like we were going into the last like 30 minutes of the movie, like I was sitting there thinking like I just want it to end now. I want this movie to be done. Yeah. Um cuz I just wasn't getting anything from it. Um and also like I've tried so hard to be like like to not force myself to be a Star Wars fan, but like to like try to get what everyone loves about it. And then like, do you remember when they get to like the yacht where they first are introduced to, uh, Paul Bettany's character, the kind of main villain guy. Oh yeah. 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 And then you know how they have the, like the lounge singer Uh that's doing the, the star Wars like thing. It's not like, it's like basically a a nod to the cantina Mm -hmm. scene and everything. Like at that moment, it, it like, it looks weird. Like it's just, it's silly. It's silly alien things. And I was just like, I just don't think I like Star Wars. Like yeah. that was just like I just I don't think it's for me. Yeah, yeah, that, I, yeah. I, I feel the same. It's yeah. they're you know they're good movies, right? I don't love the series. Yeah, you know, I it's it's okay. I'm I feel the same way about Harry Potter. Okay, I just sure. didn't get into it. Mm-hmm. I think I read half of the first book okay. maybe and I've seen like the first three movies probably, mm-hmm. but I didn't like some people are nuts about the series you know and and that's that's great Mm -hmm. if you relate to it in that way but i just didn't connect with it right you know i i what i saw was enjoyable but Mm -hmm. i it didn't hook me yeah yeah oh yeah Uh, like like my friend feckus is a huge harry potter fan sorry feckus um yeah yeah um and yeah i and i i like harry potter uh but i'm not like obsessed with i want to go to harry potter world just because i'm not obsessed but i definitely want to go to harry potter world (laughs) And I really like the books. The movies, it's not like anything that I watch with any regularity or anything. Mm. But I have been meaning to reread the books because, like, I can I can understand not being into it or anything. But, like, if you, if you give it a chance and you, like, latch on to it, the writing, like, J.K. Rowling's writing is really amazing yeah. because it's, like... I mean, I'm sure it is yeah. because oh, yeah. she, you know, she, she made a huge franchise right. out of this, you know. She became a billionaire so. author. Yes. Which is completely... At the same time, know. I kind of want it to stop. Oh, I don't yeah. need any more Harry Potter movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, um, the Fantastic, Fantastic Beasts. Beasts I, yeah. And I find it hard to support a film. Like, people keep putting Johnny Depp in movies, mm-hmm. and I'm like... Yes, Stop putting huge, Johnny Depp in movies. Yeah. That's a huge point of contention for you because obviously you know about his allegations and everything. Yes. Yeah. Which uh yeah, and I I just I just don't 
care about. Well, here, and here's the thing. People act like Johnny Depp is the greatest actor who ever lived. And it's like, he's good with working in prosthetics, you know, and, yeah. and in crazy costumes. But I don't think he's amazing enough right. to overlook what he has done in the past to keep right. putting him in movies. There was a Rolling Stone article where he was like, it was basically like talking about how he's like pretty much broke. Like he's I lost heard all about that. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah. And I don't know. I I find that yeah. amazing because they're still putting him right. in movies. <laughs> right. I uh, when I visited um, my friend Mike, who who's on sabbatical from the podcast, hmm. uh, we he I went down there on a Thursday and like he does a Thursday movie night thing, and uh, the only movie that was available to really watch that they hadn't seen yet and I hadn't seen yet was uh, the latest um, Pirates of the Caribbean. So how many Pirates of the Caribbean movies have they made? Like five. That's crazy. Yeah. And it's it wasn't good. I, me and Mike actually reviewed it on the yeah. podcast. But it was like – it was one of those things where it was like it's amazing how in vogue Johnny Depp was yeah. when Pirates of the Caribbean started because Jack Sparrow like – Oh, yeah. He was, he was, was really good in the first one. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. The, the first one was a – the film was a huge success. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then – now it's just like on top of just not really caring about the franchise or yeah. the movie, it's like Johnny Depp didn't do anything to impress me in the movie yeah. or anything. And and yeah, I totally get that about, you know, are are you one to boycott a person's work if they've done something and No, uh it? no. Um I because I have seen Johnny Depp movies since mm-hmm. all that came out. I saw um what was the Orient Express. Oh, Murder on the Orient Express. I did Express. see that. Oh, you now, did? in in my own defense, I was going with a friend. Okay. He really wanted to see it. I was uh, like, "Why yeah. don't we see this instead?" And he was like, "I really want to see this." And he was paying for the movie tickets. So oh, nice. I was like, well, "Okay." And it ended up not being great. Sure. Um, Tiny actually saw it, and he had some good things to say about it. I, I didn't think it was great. Well, yeah. you you know how I love to solve the mystery by the end. Right. Yeah. This was a mystery you could not solve. Because okay. there were no clues planted in the movie that oh. led to who done it. You know, a good mystery will let the audience solve it. Okay, because they sure. want the audience to feel smart. If the audience sure. feels smart, sure. they will keep watching the movies or reading the books or whatever mm-hmm. the medium is. Yeah, but you know, so so the, in order for the audience to be able to solve the mystery, they have to plant clues. Right, and this this film didn't do it. It was like, uh. Just kidding! It was this guy all along, and it was like there was no way for you to figure it out. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, because I've I've never read it, and I've never seen any version of it. But I've always been kind of curious to like read Agatha Christie or yeah. watch some of her some of her stuff. But uh, that's that's disappointing. Yeah, it this... seems yeah interesting. Hmm. Um, yeah. What else? Oh, the solo. Anything else on that? No, I have nothing else okay. to say. Yeah, I, it's been probably a few weeks. It's well, it's been about uh, almost a month, hmm. and it's just like I'm. I don't think about it. Yeah, really. and it's not even like it's. It was a disappointing film, right? Because I, I think we've you know pretty well established that neither of us care, right? And, yeah. And going into it, we were both kind of like, well, this probably isn't going to be great, mm-hmm. you know, because no one asked for this film, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What else have we seen? Because like I was looking at my letterbox in a Quiet Place. Yeah. Oh, a Quiet Place. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What do you think of a Quiet Place? I loved it. Nice. It was great. But I love I love John Krasinski. Mm-hmm. Um, ever since it's the interesting office. you talked about your favorite shows, but you didn't mention. I didn't mention the. the office. Office. I love yeah. The Office. It's one of those shows that I can rewatch over and over. Are and over you again. sure that Friends isn't your favorite sitcom though? 
The Office is know. my. I don't know what you're talking about. The Office uh, well, is my favorite sitcom. I'll add it. I'll add in an explanation. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, it was a character we've never seen from mm-hmm. John Krasinski, and um, on barely on to- heard. On top of that, mm-hmm. uh, he wrote and directed the film. Yeah, which is very impressive. Um, I love that they used uh, a deaf actress. Mm-hmm. Um, for for the role of the daughter, I don't even remember the characters' names because they were yeah, never mentioned. They were in the never film. mentioned. We yeah. didn't even know they had names, but we saw them in the credits. Right. Yeah. But um. But yeah, the film is mostly silent. Mm-hmm. Um. It it was very engaging. Oh yeah, and very intense. Like, yeah. That because we saw it like opening weekend. Yeah. And it was a fairly populated screening, mm-hmm. and like I don't know if you felt this, but just like how quiet yeah the film it, was. it's like, so odd because you don't yeah. get that oh yeah yeah and well and especially in horror movies mm-hmm. you know they they rely heavily on sound i took when yeah. when, when i was in college i was a theater major in college mm-hmm. and one of the classes i took was like a film studies course okay and one of the things we did is we watched different clips famous clips of different films all kinds of different genres without sound oh to see if they evoked the same kind of emotions and they didn't okay like like uh, we watched like a scene from Halloween, mm-hmm. you know, a very scary murder scene, but without the music, it's kind of goofy, right? You know, but this, we th- there was there was no feeling of of that. It was it was all it was yeah yeah it was very suspenseful without the mm-hmm. suspenseful music, right? So it, it leaned into the discomfort of quiet. Yeah, and yeah. It's just like in the theater experience too. It was just like. The screen's quiet, and like you don't hear people like rustling around with mm-hmm. like popcorn because because and stuff. they're they're so engaged. They're so engaged, holding yeah. their breath, waiting for oh, what's yeah. going to happen next. It was yeah, it was really good at that. Yeah, um, and I loved that you never you, you didn't get the full origin story of what happened. Right, you're 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 thrown in in the middle, mm-hmm. um, and there are hints. You know the newspaper clippings that the the father has up in his his work area. Yeah. You know you you can kind of piece it together on your own, but they don't come out and say, "Well, this is what happened," or they don't give you a right. flashback sequence and show you this is what happened. Mm-hmm. They they kind of let you make that up on your own, and I really like that. And they kind they yeah. do that at the end too. They they yeah. let you make up your own ending. Oh yeah, and so. it's like some of the some of the uh, stuff on his board and everything. Mm-hmm. Like it seems a little too like it seems a little. A little expositiony to us because it's like, why would he write like, what is the cure? Or what is their weakness? Yeah, it's like, it's but that's, but that's silly. better than explaining it. Better like than, in, yeah, yeah. Than having a conversation about you know exactly. And as far as beginning scenes of movies, like that will stick with me for a while. Yeah. Oh my god. Just yeah. The ballsiness of it. Yeah. That was. Uh, I re- I re- I think I remember like actively gasping. Yeah. Oh yeah. When it happened because oh, yeah. it was so shocking. Right. Like you don't do, you don't do that in films. No, you really don't. And it was and, it was really it was great. Oh, it, yeah. I, it, it was a really oh, yeah. cool scene. Like Absolutely. in a heartbreaking kind of way, but yeah, it was right. it was really cool. Yeah. Um I also saw Hereditary, which we won't talk about here because you haven't seen it, but there's there is at least one moment in it that's like going to stick with me in for a long time. But it's funny cuz Mike is actually going to be in town in a few weeks uh-huh. and he like he and I have had like conversations about hereditary and everything so i told him like i was like hey when you're in town we should have like an episode all about hereditary and just talk about it and he's like yeah totally and i was like that'll give me an an excuse to go see it again, i really so. i really want to see it. it yeah it's i mean i'm it's it's been out for a couple weeks it's been out for probably like three weeks at this okay. point yeah. um and it's people are still talking about oh, it. it's 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 a very interesting movie very interesting um but yeah, so uh, more on that in the coming weeks and everything. Um, 
I'm trying to think what other movies we've seen together that we haven't talked about on the podcast before me and Tiny. But um, uh, let's see. You liked It. I did. Yeah. I really liked it with yeah. my clown daddy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, don't say I Look, okay. Uh, go ahead. Argue with... Okay, Dig look. your grave. Um, uh, the clown is hot. I would maybe fuck the clown. Wow. I, you wow. know... We're a children's podcast. Well, that's um, unfortunate. <laughs> this is just wow. like Deadpool 2, you know? Don't yeah, bring yeah. them if you don't want them to hear this. But but, the, but Pennywise was kind of hot. As the clown, though. It's, you know? Because, like, my whole thing was, like, you said, like, oh, yeah, well, uh, what's his name? Skarsgård. Uh, he's he's hot. I'm like, yeah. okay, well, I get that. But, like, do you really think him in Pennywise makeup Okay, realistically, no. Would I fuck the killer clown? No, I wouldn't kill... I wouldn't... No, because he eats children... That's very intolerant ...and lives in a sewer. Wow. And is a clown. Wow. So, no, but... but <laughs> look, yeah, okay, I'll climb in the sewer with you, Daddy. I'll float with you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> now I have Make that recorded. Make me float. Make me float. Anyway... <laughs> that was a great movie, though. Wow. That was a very good yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. I love because I, I obviously I love Stephen King. Yeah. Really, um, I had never heard that before. Yeah, well, it's she funny. said sarcastically. Well, I also have a Stephen King podcast, so I'll oh give you a, a business card and everything. And what are you going to tell me next? You have yeah. a Twilight Zone podcast too. Come on, I do anthology. Yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, have you ever seen the Twilight Zone? Uh, I have seen The Twilight Zone. I haven't okay. watched The Twilight Zone. I okay. feel like there's a difference. Yeah, yeah. There's one episode that I think you'd get a lot out of. It's like my favorite episode ever. Hang on. I think Pizza has a little thing. She does. She has a little yeah. twist tie. Kitty. But yeah, so there is an episode of The Twilight Zone that uh, like, I I want to force you to watch. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, it's, That's uh, scary. Yeah, well, you know, it's actually this one right here that I'm pointing to. Oh. The monsters are due on Maple Street. Uh-huh. I have a poster of it, so that's how important it yeah. is. It's right next to Homer Simpson. Yes. Oh, yes. And then right next to Lost, which yeah. I haven't made you watch Lost. That's Again, I have seen yeah. episodes of Lost. Yes, but you I, haven't I tried. I tried to Lost. watch it from the beginning at one point, and, mm-hmm. but it was, I mean, I was in like high school, oh, okay. and I had stuff going on, and so I couldn't. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. it was funny because I I remember like the first time you and I hung out like ever. Yeah, I think I actually asked you like, <laughs> I was like, uh, what did you think of the ending to Lost? Like assuming that just you assuming, were like me just and knowing everything. I had seen it, and I was yeah. like, uh, I don't know, I've like, never I seen it. Know. I don't know. <laughs> Get me out of this fucking <laughs> car. <laughs> but no, how'd you know? Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it you wanna you wanna fuck Pennywise? That's yeah. cool. Okay, but okay, let's um, talk about the child actors. They oh were, yeah, they were really oh really were good. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, uh, oh my god, uh, Finn Wolfhard. Yeah, uh, of Amazing. course. Already, I love him. Oh yeah, you know? um, and I, I have but he's such a such a different character. Exactly, he's a completely different character in absolutely. it. Absolutely, yeah. Which, absolutely. which is just which is really great because mm-hmm. I you know it, it's such a talented young actor. Oh, absolutely, it's great to see. And that's the thing that I that stuck with me when watching like Stranger Things season two. Yeah, yeah. Is that like, they're all so dynamic? They're very is. talented. Like, you know, I, I I have said this before. A mm-hmm. lot of times, um, bad child actors can break a movie oh, or absolutely. a TV show. It can be oh, a great that's a, show. That's a good segue to something. Go ahead. And, and, you know, if, even if the show or, or movie isn't centered around the child, mm-hmm. it can just drag, you know, the production absolutely. down so hard. And, and it and Stranger Things, they found the right kids. They really they, did. And, and I, uh, the, 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 the brothers who, who direct Stranger Things. Yeah, the Duffer brothers. They have said that I, they auditioned, um, what, like 500 
girls to play 11 and like mm-hmm. 900 boys to play to play the, the core group of boys yeah and it sh- and it shows oh absolutely. because they got they definitely got the right kids oh yeah because like and we we talk about this on the podcast a lot is like child actors can obviously they're very difficult to like it's a it's a mark to a good director that they can get great performance i know what your actors. segue was right we just watched a wrinkle in time we did um it it's it's been out for months now yeah we, I, well because we would see the trailer and yeah. we'd be like oh i want to see that, that looks good it yeah. looks like a good movie oh, yeah. and you know what it did look like a good movie it did. visually it was very stunning mm-hmm. um the locations were were amazing the effects were really great the costuming the hair and the makeup mm-hmm. visually it was a great movie right in actuality, it was not that great. Mm-hmm. Um, it was. I, I remember reading the book as as a, a child. Okay, and, see, I was going to ask if you ever read the book or anything because I never. But not have. not since I was like nine years old, though. Okay. You know, um, but it's it's just like any movie adaptation of a book. Mm-hmm. Everything is so condensed that watching the film, you can feel where things have been left out. Yeah, because it's very rushed. Mm-hmm. You know, the pacing is all off. Yeah, like. Yeah. I like when you get to the point in the movie where like the the inciting incident yeah. where you're propelling yourself into the story I was just I was not caring at yeah, all. Yeah. And like the central mystery of like what happened to the dad and like what like It's not at compelling. Its not compelling at all. Yeah. And then you get a sidekick character that's introduced completely randomly. For no reason. Yeah. Yeah, it's why like, was he there? Right. He didn't do anything. He really didn't. But but we're talking about child actors. Yeah. Um the the actress who played Meg mm-hmm. was a little underwhelming. Right. She didn't have a lot of expression and it, it was it she didn't seem right to carry an entire movie on her back. Uh, absolutely. And like did you ever see did you ever see The Jungle Book, the new one? No, I didn't. Out? Okay. That was that was a movie that was ruined for me because of a, a, a child actor See, that played it, Mowgli. Yeah. Like, uh, he was awful. Yeah. But, however, the, the 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 actor who played Charles Wallace, who is Meg's little yes. brother, was amazing. He was incredible. Like, he saved the movie yeah, for me. Yeah, he essentially played two different characters mm-hmm. because he was playing Charles Wallace and then he was playing Charles Wallace while he was possessed by it or right. or whatever. He was His his heart was invaded by it. Yeah. And he was a completely different character. And this kid is like, he's got to be like six years old, seven years yeah. old. Yeah. His name is Derek McCabe. Um, and yeah, I don't know what else he's been in, but yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. He, I mean, his, his, his demeanor changed, his facial mm-hmm. expressions, his voice, the way he walked changed. It was really stunning. Absolutely. He was definitely the standout actor mm-hmm. in, in, in the movie. Yep. Absolutely. In a, in a movie with Chris Pine in it. And right. you know, he was way more memorable than Chris Pine. Yeah. Um, or Oprah. Um, yeah. yeah, Mindy Kaling. Mindy Kaling. Um, well, well, although I'll, I will yeah. say the, the misses were were great. They, I liked them. See, they but, were great, but but we got no backstory exactly. on them. We didn't know why they were there. Right. It, it the whole thing. It, it was the movie was more confusing. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, than, because then it had to be. I think. Yeah, and the introduction of Reese Witherspoon as Mrs. What's It was just like she appeared in in yeah. someone's house, and it's like. I would freak the fuck out. Yeah. Like I would, I would, uh, like I, I would was call more, the police. Like she's yeah. she's in here talking to my six year old son, right? Some crazy lady dressed yeah. in a big white poofy dress, I, right? And I, I felt like the writing just did nothing for. Like it was yeah. just very stale yeah. and just it. The whole movie was just not engaging to the, me. The, the, the central plot of the movie is that Meg is some kind of chosen one who right. is going to find her father who has exploited a tesseract mm-hmm. to travel to a different planet across the right. universe. 
and but they never say why she's the chosen one when Charles yeah. Wallace is revealed to have one of the greatest minds of the universe. Right. And he was the one who was in contact with the misses and, mm -hmm. and, and helped bring them there. Yeah. You know, but somehow Meg, who isn't good at this, and like she can't nothing. even test her successfully. And she has glasses. And curly hair. And curly yeah, that hair. was a big thing too. That She's was, supposed yeah. to be like this ugly kid at school, but she right. was like really cute. Yeah. She was this cute little kid. Oh, yeah. I was like, what's what just get a get an ugly actor. Just yeah. just hire <laughs> an ugly little girl. And I would have been much more happy. Right. You know, yeah. I, uh, I, I did. As like, it is, I could not suspend my disbelief. Right. <laughs> what I did appreciate about the movie was that there was a, uh, there was a line where someone told her to shut up. They actually said, shut up. They Meg. said, shut up, Meg. Yeah. That was good. That was good. Um, I can only think they put that in there for adults who had to take their kid to see that film. And, right. So they could have a little bit of happiness. Yeah. And then there was also, um, an interest, uh, kind of slick uh hamilton reference there was yeah, yeah. which uh, i didn't even it didn't even register with me until you pointed Mindy Kaling's it out. character spoke mostly in quotes mm -hmm. and she would quote different figures through history and yeah. and she she did quote a song from hamilton yeah tomorrow there will be more of us right miranda american and then, uh, yeah and then i uh i made the remark that it would be funny if like someone re-edited it to have her only speak like lines from the office and yeah. say like like michael scott american yeah yeah. Wayne Gretzky, um, Michael Scott. Right. American. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. And then another thing about it was that I thought that the the kind of – first of all, it, it's called A Wrinkle in Time. Technically, I think it could probably be A Wrinkle in Space, hmm. technically, but, you know, whatever. That's true. He didn't time travel. Exactly. Although we, I think we did establish that they, they came back at the exact at moment time. that they left. Yeah. So it was it was like they were never gone. Yeah. So Which leads to they, my... they had this whole adventure. Yeah. But it was like – so they did time – there was time traveling involved. Oh, yeah. Which the the – Lack of interest I had in the movie mm -hmm. led me to think that, like, when they are transported or when they're tessered over to the other planet uh, with the misses, and, like, it's very colorful, vibrant. There's, like, uh, one of them transforms into a flying piece of lettuce. Yes, she looked, she looked like a flying piece of lettuce. Yeah. Um, all I kept thinking was, like, this movie just feels more like these kids just found some acid and are tripping. Yeah. <laughs> um, I Which, think there's a lot of evidence yeah. to support that. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of the the big failing of the movie for me was that it wasn't – it didn't have like an engaging um, uh, thread to really have any kind of uh, momentum for. Yeah. So it didn't have like any uh, – I don't know. What's the word? I'm, I'm blanking on the word. But it didn't have like any sense of urgency. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The the, the villain of the movie is this mm. is this um, nondescript – darkness called yeah. it which mm -hmm. is introduced like it's probably it's almost halfway through the movie yeah um yeah and even then it's not a threat until the very end right um yeah and it's it, it's so vague and you don't really you don't understand what it is right. where it came from what it really wants mm -hmm. you just know that it's evil yeah and it's, it felt like just a stand-in for like all the world's evil yeah. and everything and yeah, yeah i don't know i mean it would have been cool if they would have had like a scene where like the darkness is separating kids at a border or something, but you know, huh. from the parents who but, would do yeah. who, that's, that's too, that's, that's, that's too much. That's it's too, too much. Don't even talk. Um, joke, but, yeah. Um, Zach Galifianakis <laughs> was in it though. Oh yeah. He was pretty funny. I wish there was more. He, of him yeah. He was it. only in one scene. He yeah. had a, a, a small role in, mm -hmm. in the grand scheme of the film, but um, right. he was, he was pretty he was fine. Good. I enjoyed him. Yeah. yeah. That's where I kind of started getting a little bit more interested. Yeah. And then, 
And then but I mean, it? It, it visually it was a really good movie. Yeah, I thought the costuming was beautiful mm-hmm. um, and unique. Yeah, and, and the hair very design, unique. makeup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're like the misses are like very kind of. I use the word flamboyant. Like they're yeah. very like they're very flamboyantly dressed. And yeah, everything. yeah. It's, it's and 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 the every characters. time they test her, which is several times in the film, they mm-hmm. appear different. Yeah. Um. They their their appearance is altered, and and mm-hmm. it's they look really cool. Yeah. They just look really cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. And yeah. So we're probably gonna have to wind down here in a minute. Yeah. But um, to switch gears real quick, what movies are coming out that you're interested in because i know that we've seen tons of trailers yeah like jurassic world fallen kingdom just came out and i know that pretty much every time the trailer comes up i kind of look over to you and yeah. i'm like i just have no interest well, in it i i was really excited for jurassic world mm-hmm. because jurassic park is a fantastic movie oh yeah absolutely. um and chris pratt is a fantastic actor and so mm-hmm. i was very excited for it and it was really kind of a letdown mm-hmm. you know um so I, I I really am not that excited. Yeah, I and about I'm not the new either. Jurassic World movie. I'm, I'm glad Jeff Goldblum's going to be in it because I really like Jeff Goldblum. Well, that's the thing. He is apparently in two scenes. I be- okay, great. Yeah, are, they're doing the same thing that Solo did with with y- Donald Glover. Well, even from the sound of it, even more brief. Man, like, like it's to the point where, from what I've heard from like Fekus and from some other people like on the internet, is that he's in two very brief scenes and like at that point i'm like what why yeah they're just that's baiting the audience exactly and that's and that is what is so troublesome to me because jurassic world as as bad as a movie as i thought it was i did not like the movie it was still like the highest grossing movie of that year like it broke records for highest grossing movie of all time so soon after that they announced like oh jeff goldblum is going to be in the next one and for it to amount to him being in two scenes, have him be very um, prominent in the trailer, or at least have his voiceover in the trailer yeah. and everything. Like They know what they're doing. Yeah. Like they... why? It feels like a selfish thing because yeah, I agree. it's this huge success. Uh-huh. Like why didn't they just quietly have him in the movie, yeah. have it be like an Easter yeah, egg for fans? Yeah. That, that would have been yeah. preferable. Yeah. But on on the other side, I probably would have absolutely no interest in seeing it if I didn't know he was in it. Oh, I will say yeah, that. Yeah, that's fair. Um, okay, so I, I'm yeah. I'm uh, I'm just gonna list off a couple movies that I'm okay. excited about seeing. Sure. Uh, Incredibles two. Hmm. Um. Hereditary. Hmm. Uh. Won't you be my neighbor? Oh yes, that's Mr. Right. Rogers film. I'm very excited about that. That was that was actually playing at Keystone Art. Yeah. But um, after seeing after seeing was, Call Me by Your Name, there, there I I don't really uh uh where'd it go? Uh, what's what's where'd it go? Um, Sicario two. <laughs> sorry to bother you. Oh that yes, one, yes, that one. Uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. Oh yeah. Um, I kind of want to see Skyscraper. Oh me too. Because I it, love a good disaster movie. Yeah. Um, a good big dumb fun movie. Yeah, yeah. eighth grade. Oh yes, Bill Burnham's. When does that come out? Because that July thirteenth. Okay, that's, oh nice. It's so getting a couple weeks. rave reviews. Oh, absolutely. It looks really. Great. And Bo Burnham is amazing. Yeah, the domestics, which I just saw the trailer for yesterday. The domestics. Yeah. Um. It's uh. Okay. I'll admit. 
I love the show Teen Wolf. Okay. I didn't list that in the Fair. beginning. I know you were waiting for me to say right, it. Right, right. Um, it's a horrible show. It's so bad. But she it's, actually flew to Paris. It's, no, she, <laughs> it's um, it's it's like my favorite guilty pleasure TV show. Sure. It's not on anymore. It, um, mm-hmm. it ended last year. But uh, yeah. Tyra Hecklin, who was one of the breakout actors from Teen right. Wolf, is starring in in this movie. Um, it's 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 like like a post-apocalyptic survival in in the new world kind of film it looks really good it it looks like a little bit different from normal survival post-apocalyptic films but it it, i I saw the trailer yesterday it looks really good interesting Um, it's funny that that's your guilty pleasure show because you're my guilty pleasure friend um (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah i think that's that's all i'm really excited about okay yeah it uh yeah yeah, I'm trying to think of what else is coming out. I don't know, but um, yeah, so that's cool. Eighth grade, I keep forgetting that that's yeah, coming out. Yeah, I'm very excited um, about that. Yeah, and Won't You Be My Neighbor looks really good. Oh, I just know I'm going to cry. Oh, I'm a big movie crier. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, movies that aren't even all that sad. Yeah. I, they just, I'm a big sympathetic crier, and mm-hmm. if something even remotely sad happens, oh, yeah. I saw Coco twice, and I cried both times. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Um, and it's, it's, I'm tearing up right now. Um, <laughs> but uh, so I know I'm going to cry mm-hmm. at Won't You Be My Neighbor. I just yeah. know I am. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that'll about do it i think all right yeah i think we're gonna get dinner yeah all right. um, well yeah. thanks for having me on the show yeah Matt. this is no been problem fun. yeah 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 uh thanks for thanks for you know sitting on your couch sitting and on talking. my couch and talking to me yeah. and recording it sure um yeah anything you want to put out into the universe do you want to say your twitter handle again my twitter handle is burger underscore lurker follow me i don't i don't i'm a mediocre at tweeting at best so don't expect much okay uh well yeah well thanks again thank and, you yeah All right. and if you let, let me know what you guys thought of of kirsten because uh yeah. be honest yeah it's i can take it okay yeah all right well thank you guys for listening i forget how i end these things because again it's been a couple months tiny and i were supposed to record but we ended up just catching up because it's been so long Okay, yeah, I guess it just... Oh, that's right. Okay. Um, we have a pre-recorded outro and everything. Oh, oh my that's, God. that's why you couldn't remember. Yeah. Okay, anyway, next time on the podcast, I don't know what's going to happen. I think Tiny's going to probably do something. But um, yeah, so thank you guys for listening. Sorry for such a long delay. And uh, we'll see you next time. Um, if you are a Patreon subscriber, um, I'm thinking since since our output has been out like so so like sporadic and everything i might just close down the patreon and switch over to paypal like if you guys want to still support the show like go ahead and i might i don't know i haven't decided yet let me know what you guys think i'm going to probably edit the the tiers on patreon so um so i don't know anyway uh anyway thank you guys for listening thank you kirsten for being on and uh we'll see you next time Okay. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> I was trying not to breathe. <laughs> I was wondering what you were doing. I wanted to kill myself. And then I realized what you were doing, and then I was like, okay, well, I'll just go with it. And then I was like, I mean, you could have just laughed. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to go through my whole spiel. Be careful, because when I say it, 
It's going to make me irresistible. Wait, so. are you going to read it off your phone? Yeah. You don't have it memorized? I do have it memorized, but I'm also me. But you're going to read I'm it off your phone because you might not have it yeah, memorized? because I'm the worst. I know. Yeah. I hope that goes into the episode. It I hope that makes won't. it in. Thank you for listening to The Obsessive Viewer, presented by ObsessiveViewer.com. You can find more of our episodes at ovpodcast.com. And you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or anywhere else podcasts are found. If you'd like to support the show, the best and easiest way is to leave us a rating and a review on iTunes. More ratings and reviews means it'll be easier for people to find the show in the highly competitive film and TV podcast genre. It also provides us with valuable feedback on the show. If you'd like to donate to the podcast, you can make a one-time PayPal donation at obsessiveviewer.com slash donate or become a patron at patreon.com slash obsessiveviewer for recurring donations with different reward tiers. Every donation goes toward paying the fees to keep the podcast running and is greatly appreciated. For official Obsessive Viewer merch, including shirts, mugs, notebooks, phone cases, and more, visit our Tee Public store. You can also buy other great Tee Public designs in our store, and we'll get a small commission on the sale. You can find a link to the store in the show notes of this episode and at obsessiveviewer.com slash donate. The Obsessive Viewer's theme song is An Eclipse of Events and is provided by Loudlike from their EP, Mistakes We Must Make. You can find that and more great music from them on iTunes and like their Facebook page at facebook.com slash loudlikemusic. Any and all feedback on the podcast is encouraged. We love to hear from you guys. You can contact us by emailing podcast at obsessiveviewer.com or by tweeting us at obsessiveviewer, at obsessivetiny, and at I am Mike White. You can also like us on Facebook and join the Facebook group at facebook.com slash theobsessiveviewer where you can take part in discussions and polls between episodes. For more podcast content, check out Anthology, Matt's solo podcast, where he's reviewing The Twilight Zone as a first-time viewer and exploring other classic and contemporary science fiction anthology TV shows. You can find Anthology at anthologypod.com and anywhere podcasts are found. For book lovers, you can check out our sister site at obsessivebooknerd.com for book reviews, author spotlights, and a general celebration of reading. Finally, if you're philosophically curious, check out Tiny's side project podcast, The Secular Perspective, which explores the concepts of faith, religion, and existence from the perspective of secular hosts Chad and Amanda. You can find that at thesecularperspective.com and subscribe to the podcast on the app of your choice. Once again, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.